are learning a lot about ourselves. Um, in terms of what it is that we could have done better. For example, the ground game, uh, working uh, with uh, population, with uh, citizens, with voters. Um, we established a, a group, a team of four young people who are tasked with going around uh, uh, our our um, local organizations uh, to assess the situation and try to help them and make recommendations to the to the uh, as they call presidency governing board and they are coming up with some interesting findings they are also um, we we now know uh, much more or in a, we are more aware of the fact that there is so much to be done at the ground level. Uh, and that it is probably uh, a consequence of the lack of coordination, energy, effort at the level of regions. Um, and so we have to talk about the responsibility uh, which is hard to do in the context of our current bylaws. That's why we needed to change bylaws to be able to replace people when they don't perform at the level that is ex expected of them. However, those changes have not been adopted yet, and we'll, we'll talk about them in the future as well, finding the best, best way to, to or reorganize or um, change the bylaws to allow us to be more efficient. Um, the second big issue is that we are going through that sequence of uh, processes that are dealing with uh, those who have, according to the presidency, who have um, acted uh, against the interests of the organization, or at least not in line with the interests of the organization. Um, that has to be done. And then hopefully we will turn toward the toward um, filling out the positions that need to be filled and finding the right candidates for the elections in for the election in 2022 uh, so it is um, it, it has become constant now that there is this uh, negative chatter in press of the smaller group of people that are trying to make us really look really bad and the realization that that's um, going to be the reality from now on that the more successful we are the more enemies you create who in the context of a mafia style politics can do really anything they want to and in a system that does not know what the justice is um, you just have to cope with it have to make decisions about uh, campaign, 
who will be helping us how to find the money. We are really trying to lay low these, this period of election, of um, vacations. Uh, everything has slowed down. Uh, we are trying not to be exposed too much while we are regrouping and trying to figure out how to promote the necessary change in the best possible ways. A lot of things will start uh, picking up in September. And I think that it is also a growing realization that um, there are many people inside the organization who are who have accepted the responsibility to participate and contribute in uh, um, thinking that most activities will be the meetings, but that's not the case. The meetings are simply there to coordinate activities that happen between the meetings. And so we meet all the time, a lot of decisions, a lot of time spending on talking about things. And then the question is, is there a follow-up? what's happening on the ground and um, yeah a lot of um, for one reason or another these uh, these challenging times have uh, also unearthed or uncovered um, many inefficiencies within the uh, organization as well as uh, people who are not performing at the level as they are supposed to. So we need to figure out how to deal with it in the context of a um, bylaws, set of bylaws, or bylaws that are so democratic that you cannot probably do anything about it unless uh, the body that elected those people decide to remove them uh, because they were elected for the most part rather than appointed. And uh, that's the part that needs to be modified and changed and we learn how to do it. But other than that, um, uh, we are going through some period of uh, stabilization, stabilization and uh, uh, making some really strategic decisions about the programs, the message, the positioning, uh, political direction, and then hopefully that will turn into uh, the period of, of uh, growth again. A lot of things ahead of us. Uh, interestingly enough, I, I tried to read again a little bit. Um, thus far, my time was spent mostly on running this uh, organization internally as opposed to externally. And, now we had some change at the vice president level, and we have somebody who is an interim until we get the uh, elections again. And the lady who's um, a member of the presidency assumed that responsibility, and we divided the roles. She would be responsible for the internal operation of the organization, and that I will be I will devote my time to the external side of it, and hopefully we will. Uh, see how that works. It is also, I, I must say, it is wonderful to see volunteers. And most of our uh, decision makers at any level within the organization are really volunteers. It is amazing to see how much time they, some of them, put into uh, 
running this organization and uh, I don't know when they find the time for the family or for their jobs because they have daily job, day jobs and full-time jobs and how they do it, how they manage it, don't know. Our meetings are from morning to, to sometimes past midnight and um, that is also something that fills you up, that gives you hope and recharges you when you see such dedication. And then during these um, uh, times when it is uh, really challenging times, should I say again, it is wonderful to see those who um, truly believe and understand what the message is and was and is. <laughs> and are doing their best to uh, remind everybody of that message and why they are here in the first place. And it is hard to do, and you learn it as, as you go, it is hard to do politics in a place like Bosnia and Herzegovina that is not sophisticated, that it has that mafia element of politics where a lot of people have learned that the only way up in life is through um, serving a political organization that is in power and through that um, alliance with them they provide and secure their status in life and so People in Bosnia and Herzegovina have been taught to look for their own interests in everything. And I cannot blame them because for 30, 30, for 30 years that's what I've been seeing around and seeing people who have succeeded in life simply by becoming members of a certain party and then reaping benefits from that membership. Uh, and most of them do it really not out of ideological reasons, not out of love for the country or desire to contribute to it or make it a better place, but simply to provide better conditions uh, for life, for themselves and for their families. And so that's what we are seeing within Platform for Progress, uh, something I didn't expect. I expected people who see the difference in the different approach to everything and will figure out that, will understand that in order to receive you have to give first. But we are seeing a lot of those who, who came even to us with a desire to take rather than to give. And I think in many ways that is one of the reasons why um, negative um, activities of a few people could um, cause uh, such a commotion it's simply because people um, maybe some some of them are here for the wrong reasons and then just trying to interpret the signals and adjust according to that which is a lesson great lesson in itself and you're trying to figure out how do you manage, how do you manage to accomplish the goal, which is the change in the country for the benefit of all of its people, in a system that doesn't have the rules, doesn't play by the rules, 
and remain clean in the process. And there's no answer to that. Every, every day I wake up with a question and go to bed with the same question. And you're testing and that very same question on a daily basis through actual examples of what happens and how you react and try to swim in those muddy waters. It's interesting in what you're saying, and I guess there's two, I see the way you're doing it, but there's two ways of doing it. I mean, you've got, you've, you've known it and seen it for years. You continue to see it about the inherent problems with the population and what's built into people and why they get involved and may have the best intentions. And, but it doesn't always, and it, the me part of it comes out. And you can either let that be discouraging and say it's hopeless or look at it as a challenge that how do we go about trying to change that mentality for the betterment of the country. I, obviously you've chosen the latter, but it's not easy road to take. It is not an easy road to take. You are absolutely correct. And uh, while you are doing it, you are misunderstood because people don't believe you. They think you cannot possibly be that <clears throat> nice, kind, or, or, or uh, idealistic. There must be something in it for you that we don't see. You must be a bad guy with the wrong intentions or somebody sent you or otherwise, why would you? And uh, um, I just brought a student from Bosnia and Herzegovina to UNC Charlotte uh, as a PhD student and he just started this semester. And um, the first time he saw the campus and uh, walked uh, between the buildings and across the campus, he saw, he saw how beautiful it is. And he sent me a message saying, this is wonderful, this is gorgeous. This, I cannot believe that uh, places like this exist, comparing to, to Bosnia and Herzegovina. And uh, it reminded me of the questions of the people who uh, have known me from the previous life um, as a dean or the head of school of data science or whatever. And on a campus like this that is growing and, and it's really turning into a beautiful campus who basically often ask me, and you left this for that? <laughs> And so it reminded me of this email from this uh, young man who basically said, wow, this is gorgeous. And uh, yeah, there are, when you, when you hear publicly stated on national TV uh, lies about you, it is hard not to think about those moments. And there are so many things that nobody knows what you gave up in order to do this and uh, what it is that uh, you're missing in life in order to do that. And it's when you hear all of those uh, improper things, untrue, said about you, and, uh, and you just have to uh, be quiet and 
take it and say, okay, uh, there's a purpose, there's a goal. Those who see will see, those who don't will not. But at those moments, uh, those moments, um, it hurts big time, I have to tell you. It is, um, it's much deeper than it's shown on the surface, even though it can be seen on the surface that it that it's hurting. Just because it is so unfair, and then you're saying, well, you didn't come here for fairness. You came here to make a difference if you can. So you, you do what you can. Whether it's going to make any difference, it's not up to me. Well, it, for those of us who do know, it says a lot about the character of the person who's doing it. I know how much you sacrificed and how much you left behind to do this, and it says something about the human being who's doing it that did leave that behind, who is so passionate about making a difference in their country. So it's, I wish, I wish there was a way to get that on a little note card and hand it to everybody that has any questions that's about what's going on. Thank you, but um, I guess nothing can be accomplished really without challenges, and, and I'm assuming that those challenges are there to make you more resilient and prepare you for the next step. That will be even more challenging. And as I read, and I, that's where I started saying, and then I, my mind went somewhere else. As I find the time to read, and these days, and uh, watch sometimes TV, not sometimes news, not much of anything else. But I started uh, looking. Uh, uh, I started looking for um, historical shows or movies or series of some kind and from Netflix on and there are many and it is interesting how many similarities you find out uh, between the situations you find yourself in and those depicted um, in a um, in a presentation about somebody else who had to do something in order to move things forward. And it reminds you so much of the situations in which you find yourself. They may not be at the same level of complexity or a hardship or whatever. But the fact is that there is no straight line up. It is up, down, up, down, up, in, yeah, it curves and so on. And uh, you just have to, I guess, get used to it and accept it as part of the straight line that nobody sees. But without these curves, there wouldn't be the way up because you wouldn't be ready mentally for, for the next level. So at some point you realize that It is there because it should be there. So it's, it makes it easier. Well, it's interesting what? you say get used to it and accept it because those can be two different things. Accepting it's one thing. Getting it, you can accept it and still not get used to it. 
I mean, it's like, it's the reality. That is true. I mean, that is true. Um, getting used to it would say it's an expectation. It's going to happen again. It doesn't mean it's not going to hurt. It's going to hurt again. Uh, you accept that it's going to happen, but again, it is, you're not a made out of rock. There are some feelings and emotions and you will react. But then I guess we're talking about the intensity of the feelings mm -hmm. that are less and less in terms of being either hurt or disappointed or whatever, because you suddenly know that it's going to be part of the game no matter what. And you had talked too about just, I, I use your word again, acceptance of the negativity and the, the, the people that are coming out and you're seeing things in the press or whatever and saying you just got to get used to the fact that it's going to continue. Does that have to then be worked into the overall messaging, knowing that you're going to have to address these things on an ongoing basis for the next several months? Well, uh... And true, it, it talks about almost everything, the internal organization, how you deal with your own people, how you deal with uh, citizens, uh, how you deal with other politicians, how you deal with the media. Uh, the message must be uh, sharper, cleaner, simpler. Um, dealing with the adversity uh, must be well-defined, consistent. Um, there's a lot in terms of you learn the importance of messaging, response, um, crisis management, PR. Um, sometimes a sentence makes a huge difference, sometimes a word. Sometimes it is better to say less, sometimes it is better to say nothing, even though it seems like, well, I have to do something, I have to do something. Sometimes the best thing is just to shut up and let it pass your time. So it teaches you almost everything, from message to, from the content of the message to delivery to the understanding the audience. And, um, it's a great school, actually. And you had mentioned also about you know picking up the ground game, seeing what needs to be done. What all are you looking at right now in terms of what needs to be done moving forward? We're still it, it see, compared to what the time you had in 2018, it seems like an eternity, the, the time between right. now and the election. But That is true. We had a few months over there. Uh, and the, luckily, the best thing of that time was that we had no idea what we were getting into. So nothing was uh, too taxing or hard or impossible. Um, At this time, we do have the time available to us, but we really have to have the right, to find the right people who will help us get organized. So what is missing, what needs to happen in terms of the ground game is that they go the level below. Um, we started as an organization at the level of the city or county. 
and moved out because we didn't have the time. We got organized in November of 18 and we had elections two years later. Normally, what happens is that you start with a level of, uh, over there we call it Miesma's and it's, uh, it's almost like neighborhoods, right? So what we need to do is go down from neighborhoods to parts of the city, down to neighborhoods. Um, in every one of those, you have to find one or two, three activists who will then go around and tell people about the idea. Some of them heard about it, some didn't, some have mis misconceptions, uh, misperceptions about misconceptions about it. And so that's the task. Um, we stayed at the level of the city, thinking, or town, thinking people would hear about it and come to you. It doesn't happen. You have to come to the people. And that requires local or sub-local organizations. And so the task in front of each city or municipality organizing committee is to go down deep to the level of neighborhoods, find the activists, and let them establish the chapter at that level. And then roll it up in the sort of hierarchy that will work together to keep that organization sound and active. And that is when you learn about the needs of the people, actually. That is when you talk about the streets, water, utilities, uh, safety parks and uh, local elections are very different from national elections and uh, we uh, didn't get down to that level fast enough and that was a huge mistake um, nothing nothing works in politics like getting to every single house, to every single knock on every door. And of course, um, have the money to, to do all of that. Just one other one. We've, we've talked about it, but September and October are not that far away. Still the plan in terms of possibility of coalition or collaboration or whatever with other parties, your decision as to what will be best for everything is, are we still looking at September, October? Or? Right. Um, we will have to establish some kind of coalition, loose or tight, I have no idea, with some other parties in order to be relevant. Who it's going to be with, it is going to be with, I think will be determined by October, end of the year at the latest. We also have the task of finding our candidates who will run in the election of 2022. And coalitions, entering a coalition means it is going to influence how many positions on the ballot, ballot you might have. Because if you go and enter a coalition with, the, with, the, with an intent of uh, doing it together, creating one list 
meaning there are fewer places for your quote-unquote people on that list. So that decision about coalitions will influence the other process of finding the candidates who will run in the election. And so ideally it would be September, October, so that we can have November and December for establishing the list. Any delay in the first process, thinking about coalitions, will end, uh, will delay us in the second process of finding the right people. Of course, thinking about coalitions does not prevent us to think about the right people. But you don't, um, so you start conservative, find absolutely the best people you have, and basically insist these people have to be on the ballot. But you don't want to go through this process and and talk to somebody about potentially being there, and then they don't end up being there because somebody else from another party took that position. You may turn that person into an enemy, and you don't want that to, dis to disappoint him. So it is going to be a very intricate, complex process. Um, has to be done. Can you do? Well, and that's what I was going to ask, and this will be the last one. But in terms of moving forward even though these are there are pending decisions that have to be made you can't sit back in terms of beefing up the ground game and doing the things that you want to do moving forward i mean you can't wait till those decisions you got to keep doing one even though you haven't made decisions on the other so many things have to be happening happening at the same time for example for us it is Preparing strategy for the election, for the campaign. Finding the people who will run. Dealing with internal issues. <coughs> organizing the assemblies for each region. Finishing the convention that uh, it needs to be finished. Uh, uh, calling the Congress, extraordinary Congress, uh, to, to have the, to elect certain people in certain positions. There's at least uh, finding money. There are at least six or seven processes that all depend on each other that are happening at the same time. In an organization that is young, inexperienced, inexperienced and uh, just learning how dirty the whole process is. Um, that is really hard. And for that, you need to people who truly not only believe that the change needs to happen in this way, but that you have your personal responsibility in that process. And I have to tell you, if I Based on what I know now, I think if he could come up with a hundred people like a hundred, we have thousands of members, but if he could come up with a hundred people who have that firm, uncompromising belief that A has to happen, B, this is the way, and C, they have to make their own mark in that process, uh, we can really change the country. It is uh, when people face that unshakable belief of a person who is ready to do anything to to make it happen 
it's hard to fight that. So that's our task, finding those people. They are there. We have them. Not all of them are in the platform for progress. Some of them are outside, it doesn't matter. It's not about um, the fact that the platform needs to be the one, but the change needs to happen, the positive change. And we're going to be part of that.